Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime, from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today on the new episode of Shit Outta Luck, we're diving into Ramsey Youssef, capture and captivity for one of America's most despicable terrorists. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Check them out today at pondex.com and use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your first purchase. Now, let's get into our main topic. The North Tower was still standing. Over 1,000 people were injured. Only six were killed in the blast, which damaged the tower from the garage through five floors to B6 level. Looking at the downtown skyline as a cold, cloudy date of February 26 grew darker, Abdul Basit Mohammed Abdul Karim, otherwise known as Ramsey Youssef, viewed and became disappointed. His wish was for the North Tower to lose its grip at the base and topple the North Tower into the South Tower, collapsing together onto the cold, lower Manhattan skyline, killing tens of thousands. Youssef would later admit he didn't have the necessary funding to build the urea nitrate bomb bigger. An FBI explosives expert later stated, quote, if they had found the exact architectural Achilles heel, or if the bomb had been a little bit bigger, not much more, 500 pounds more, I think it would have brought her down. Ramsey Youssef would later board a flight out of Newark Airport and flee to Pakistan. He didn't wait long to plan another operation, yet this one would entail much more than just planning a bomb in a building. It was to plant timing mechanisms on board 12 airliners, all traveling to and from the U.S., from numerous airports in Southeast Asia. It would be named, I'm going to butcher this name, Bajinka Plot. Meanwhile, FBI investigators, along with the 
NYPD meticulously worked amongst the smoldering black rubble located six floors down in the north tower. The bomb blast had left a hundred foot wide hole through four sublevels of concrete, knocking out power in the tower with rising black smoke to the 93rd floor. Most of the over 1,000 injured suffered smoke inhalation. Over 300 agents from the FBI were on the scene in the coming days. The investigation even had a code name, Trade Bomb. While coming through the rubble in the underground parking area, a bomb technician located some internal component fragments from the vehicle that delivered the bomb. Miraculously, the vehicle identification number found on a piece from an axle gave investigators crucial information that led them to a rider truck rental outlet in Jersey City. Most of the FBI lead investigators had initially thought the perpetrators had long left the country or were absent from public view, hidden far away. By luck, one investigator called Ryder in Jersey found an application for the truck under the name Mohammed A. Salama. Salama was still in the country, even more mesmerizing. He was coming back to the Ryder location to report the truck was stolen and asked for a $200 refund of his security payment. FBI investigators would end up arresting him shortly afterwards, most of the suspects involved in the blast would be detained and arrested. To note on Salama's application, he gave a phone number and address to where he was staying. An apartment whose landlord was named, uh, who's, I'm gonna butcher this name, I'll just call him by the last name, Hadas. Hadas would later be revealed to be a Mossad agent. The FBI was told to cease investigating the matter of Hadas. When the FBI and NYPD went to the apartment, they would find bomb-making manuals and bomb materials, fuses, power. All of this was taken in for processing. The story of who Hadass was remained a mystery to this day. February 6, 1995. DSS Special Agents Jeff Reiner and Bill Miller, the RSOs assigned to the U.S. Embassy in Pakistan, Along with Pakistani police and members from the ISI, arrest without incident, Ramzi Yusuf. Reiner would take a picture photograph of Yusuf, who was just seemingly waking up from sleep. The tip-off to U.S. Yusuf's whereabouts came from an associate to Yusuf, Estate Parker, who was recruited for planting bombs aboard the airliners in the upcoming terror plot. The operation failed to materialize when Yusuf and Murad, an associate to Yusuf, were mixing chemicals for the bomb, which caused thick acid smoke to flow out of the motel room windows when chemicals Murad was mixing in the sink combined with human air caused a combustion. Both men fled, but the laptop in which the plot was kept on was still inside the motel room. With Philippine police and firemen rushing to the scene, Yusuf told Murad to get the laptop back. He tried and was apprehended as he tried to flee. Murad, who went to flight school in the U.S., later told interrogators that he and Yusuf had considered a suicide aircraft attack on the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. Detailed in the plot was plans to assassinate Pope John Paul II, plant 12 timing bombs on board airliners. Now with almost everyone involved in the 93 World Trade Center bombing apprehended, except Abdul Rahman Yassin, who was in Iraq prison at the time and unknown to anyone in the U.S. The trial of Ramzi Youssef began in 1996 as Youssef and two conspirators were also indicted for the Bochinka plot. Youssef was also indicted for being involved in the 93 World Trade Center bombing. January 8, 1998, Judge Kevin Thomas Duffy 
found all three men guilty for their roles in the Bajinka plot, and sentenced Murad and Shah to 240 years. Yusuf received the same sentence for being not just involved with the plot, but also the mastermind of the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. The next day, Yusuf gave an hour-long statement. He then <coughs> Duffy then responded to his statement, giving an extra addition to Yusuf's sentence. All of his time will be spent while in solitary confinement. Yusuf is held at the High Security Supermax ADX prison in Florence, Colorado. Yusuf's uncle, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, would later be investigated for his role in the 9-11 attacks, and was found to also be involved in the Bojinka plot as a co-conspirator for which the 9-11 attacks originated from. And that is our brief episode of the shit out of luck of Ramsey Yusuf. Let us know in the comments section below your thoughts on this, on this episode. Um, be sure to hit that subscribe button want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.